Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Help, I need somebody. Now, Tom Martino, the Troubleshooter. Help me if you can. Hello, I'm, I'm Tom Martino. Down. Welcome to the show. 303-713-TALK. 303-713-8255. This is the only show you go to when you need problems solved, questions answered, action gotten. We've recovered so much money in this last couple of weeks alone. So many good things are happening, and all you have to do is call. If you're listening live, you call 303-713-TALK. Live is Mountain Time, 10 a.m. in the morning till 2 in the afternoon weekdays, or Eastern Time, that would be noon to 4. Now listen. If you're not listening live, if you are among our millions of podcasters, all you have to, our pod receivers or listeners, all you have to do is call 303-MARTINO. Now you can call that 24-7 and we will get back to you and put you on the show. So you will be part of the show if you need help. Or you can email us, help at troubleshooter.com. We're live on Facebook, live on YouTube, on the iHeartRadio app, of course, on our flagship station, KHLW in Denver. So welcome aboard. This hour brought to you by RealCBDThatWorks.com. All you have to do is go to that website, RealCBDThatWorks.com, and you will get 30% off by using Tom in the promo code. That's 30% off. What's on your mind today, and how can we help you? All you have to do is call us. 303-713-TALK. We'll go right to the phones, but we have a lot of stuff going on in the uh, in the news. We, we have uh, recovered some stuff you're going to hear about. I hope this show you're not going to believe, like a new roof for someone who or she was told she's getting a new roof once we started looking into it, and I hope to be able to report that in a few minutes. Okay, so Deputy Doc is uh, playing it safe because one of his people that he plays cards with, had a COVID test, and it came out positive, so he decided Whoa. not to be here. He decided not to be here today, and he's having a test done. Now, if Deputy Doc turns positive, then we're going to go get tests, Dano and I. So that's the way we do it, and we're just playing it safe, have common sense, 303-713-TALK. I need to bring up a bunch of stuff. Voyagers International in Wheat Ridge. These people, honest to God, I've looked at the correspondences they sent with their their letters. They they arranged for many years now. They've been doing it. They arrange student trips to Europe, mostly musical trips, kids and bands that go visit other venues and play. And but this trip scheduled in the middle of the pandemic, obviously was postponed and then canceled. And they said they had no choice but to cancel. And then they said they pointed people to the clause that says if there's any cancellation for any reason, they get to keep the money. Now, that's the weird thing about cancellation. 
I've often wondered about cancellation. I can see if cancellation is your fault and you don't show up or want to go. These tour places have to hold you accountable. Otherwise, what would what would happen if half of the people decided they're not going to go and they're not going to pay? They ha- there has to be some penalty. But when the tour company itself cancels, that's the part that truly puzzles me. So that's where they're invoking the cancellation clause. They canceled. They're invoking the clause. That's the puzzlement. Now, I have a follow-up here somewhere. I'm looking for it as I speak. And in this follow-up, they say they do have a clause in their, um, in their contract that allows them to do this. Everyone I talked to said, nope, no clause in the contract that we could see. But the more we looked, the more we saw that there were some definite words in there about the pandemic. And I'm going to look for it right now. And yeah, what does it say? Mark, I found it and I'm, I'm looking for it. I don't have it right in front of me, but I'll find it. So right now, instead of being, you know, half attention to what I'm saying and half looking, what I'm going to do is take a few calls and then during a break, I'll look for it. But I could swear I remember seeing it and it said that, um, if the state, it actually talked about a state department or recommendations not to travel or unsafe to travel. And uh, we'll, we'll, I'll get to it. Meanwhile, if you have any problems, give us a call at 303-713-TALK. Now, when we say problems, we don't just mean you've already been screwed and you need to get your money back. We love getting involved beforehand. Thank goodness many of you have learned to call us ahead of time if something sounds fishy. We love doing that. We love helping you. Now, one thing that I will say that comes up a lot, and the only reason I'm bringing this stuff up is because we're getting to the end of the year, and if you had hail damage this year, there wasn't much, but if you had hail damage and didn't get it fixed and decided to keep the money and say, you know what, our roof's not leaking, no big deal. Let me explain on a car and on a home what happens. Or let let Mark explain. Mark, when people keep their hail damage and they don't fix it, what happens? Mark, hello? You got me, Tom? Yeah, yeah, I got you now, sir. Go ahead. All right, cool. So, well, you basically, if you continue to insure it, you're never going to get paid if it happens again. Or you'll get paid a reduced amount if they can differentiate, but it really muddies the waters. Well, and if you have a mortgage on the house, you could even be in more trouble because you promised to keep that house up to snuff, keep their security in good shape. That's right. And therefore, you're not allowed to just let it go. So, so many people think they're beating the system, and they're not. Now, with a car thing, you're really weird. Like, if you buy one of these damaged cars at a dealership, they're not going to cover you for your next your next damage when it comes to comprehensive. They're going to say, this had previous damage. And it's so difficult to separate the previous from the current. You, For example, even if you got a fender bender, that fender bender, they may say, no, we're not covering it because the fender, the car was diminished anyway in value from this amount from the damage, and they're going to kind of take that percentage off. Many times it negates any claims that you have. So don't fall for these ads about hail sales. And, of course, we're not having many now. But if you're going to buy a hail uh, damaged car, you better get it fixed. And there you have to add the cost of fixing it because it's no longer insurance on your part and the cost you're saving buying the car add them up 
And it better be a substantial savings either, either, even after adding them up or it's not worth buying. So, you know, the math when, never lies either. If it costs, uh, you know, if they're discounting it $6,000, which could seem to be a lot, but it costs $5,000 or even right? $7,000 to fix, you're crazy to buy it. Or even if it, like, let's say, let's say, it, you know, they're giving you six grand on the six grand discount and it costs you three. You figure, okay, I'm three to the good. But if you add, if you take that car with hail damage and, and uh, you now figure out what it's worth, it could be worth less than even the amount you have invested in it. It's always the amount you have invested in it that counts. And really, I mean, and, and forget the notion. So many people say, what difference does it make if I keep a car, what the residual or future value is? It doesn't well, matter, if it ever really. got totaled, that would come up really quick. I mean, think about that. You, Someone else hits you, it's their fault, but you have a hail-damaged car, you owe X amount of money on it, but the other insurance company sees that it has hail's damage, and basically uh, you, you won't even get what you owe on right. the loan. So, so what I was saying is, even though people say, well, this is my forever car, I'm going to lease it and put miles on it and buy it, who cares, or I don't care – if it has diminished value, I'm going to buy an insurance wreck and fix it or whatever. Even though you think it might be a forever card, I can't tell you how many times it turns out not to be. Whether it's wrecked or not, it's just it's just a bad idea to ever think of a car as a forever car and think that it doesn't matter what you invest in it. It always matters what you invest in it, including homes. Don't ever get buried because math never never makes good. It never makes good when you're behind the eight ball, when you're in negative equity, or when you are uh, you have a depreciating asset. It never pays to be stupid, never, because it, you'll never make up for it. We have more coming up. Get your calls, 303-713-TALK. You can get right through. Did someone lie to you, cheat you, rip you off? We want to know about it. Find a home, get a deal. Yes, even in this market. But you need Frank Duran, therealestateman.com. Remax Alliance. If you haven't compared prices on homeowner's insurance in a while, it's time you did. You might not have the coverage you need, and you're most likely paying too much. Call Compass Insurance and save now. 303-771-HELP. By the way, Frank ran the realestateman.com for buying and selling real estate, feeling protected, getting a free market valuation, and I mean it. He'll go through your home and see what it'll take to sell on the market. And he's more accurate than Zillow and the others because he sells hundreds and hundreds of homes a year. That's Frank Duran, therealestateman.com, a free market evaluation. That's right. And the number is 303-920-1622. Here is, Mark, that part of the contract that I outline. I'm outlining right now. It says... Now, this is what they say in their letter, okay? I should say I don't have the contract. I have their letter, which quotes the contract. Now, I'm just thinking they'd be insane to quote their contract if it didn't exist because they're writing it to all of the customers that have a contract. So I'm just going to read what they say in their letter to the parents. This letter was sent out to parents, and it was sent out, uh, well, there's no date on it, but it says the contract states... And then they quote, in the event that the U.S. State Department issues a travel advisory against travel to Europe for any reason which applies to your scheduled travel dates and specific itinerary cities and such advisory warning clauses, VIL, 
which is Voyagers International, whatever. Okay, to cancel. So warning causes VIL to cancel a tour or tours. Cancellation shall be made in accordance with and monies with will be refunded subject to the cancellation schedule set forth in this contract. In accordance with such advisory warning, VIL would only cancel you uh, your tour within 10 days prior to your tour scheduled dates. The president of VIL has his sole discretion, the right to cancel any VIL tour in case of war or terrorism or any other reason. See, that's the part where it basically says, and but I think you could say the State Department was recommending against travel. I don't know. But anyway, they have that added clause which says the president of VIL has his in his sole discretion the right to cancel any VIL tour in case of war or terrorism or any other reason. And refunds shall be made in accordance with cancellation schedule set forth in this application contract. I don't think it it matters what's in there. Let me tell you why. I could write a contract between me and you and trick you into signing it because most people don't read anything because they think it's fair and equitable. You can't put something in a contract like, hey, you're giving me $10,000, but I can keep it and do nothing. You can't invoke the Luna Clause for no reason, Tom. To me, that seems like a Luna Clause. And then it says here, they're writing to the parents. It did not matter whether the government issued a travel advisory or if the president of VIL decided in his discretion to cancel the summer tours. The cancellation fee schedule applies. By canceling in March and not waiting until April or May, each participant was insured the greatest amount of refund and uh, the least cancellation fee. They're saying they did them a favor by doing it sooner than later. Let's talk about this. What a favor. Contracts that are ruled, there are contracts that judges look at and say, this is unconscionable. What do they mean by that? They mean it's kind of ridiculous, like the Luna Clause. We say the Luna Clause because Luna Construction has this contract that we often refer to, and we laugh about it. But I would, pr- I would say, in my humble opinion, the Luna Contract would be probably ruled unconscionable. It basically, I had, oh, here's the Luna. I have the Luna, I have it right in front of me. Here's the Luna contract. And basically, it should, it should basically go to music. Whatever Luna wants, boom, boom Luna gets. Um, it says, um, oh, it's so ridiculous. Let me pick, pick a phrase here. This contract can be terminated at any given time by Luna. <laughs> that's, that's it. And, 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 and it says, and then if there are any altercations that are considered unacceptable, such as discrimination, any type of verbal or physical abuse towards owners, managers, or workers of Luna, or if the client change his mind without prior notice, and if or she, he or she refuse the material Luna use. So what does that mean? If, you, if Luna use bad material uh, it, it, and they cancel, you know, you start putting up balsa wood and uh, Melba toast, and they don't like it. And it says, at the same time of breaking the contract, that deposit the client given will be lost in his entire. Now, some other parts of this Luna Clause is, um, is uh, it's, it, they're laughable. 
uh, the remaining. Yeah, but even forget about the language. It's obvious they don't know how to write a contract, but just even what they're trying to do, if they spelled it out correctly, is still ridiculous. It says here, right here, another one, another clause. If client slash homeowner or Luna decides to break contract, the money given to Luna will not be returned, no exceptions. I mean, this is what you call unconscionable. There's just no, no way to win this. Luna could sign that contract and decide she wants to cancel it and it's over. That's what this is saying. This one, this one section in here where it says, and his sole discretion, the right to cancel any tour. And it says, but listen, in case of war or terrorism, no. For any other reason, that's right there. Or for any other reason. For any other reason. Unconscionable, okay. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to know from an attorney if they think this could be enforceable. And we got to take this. We got to take this case. We, I mean, we either take it as a joinder with all these people. But um, Daphne, the note to the attorney, uh, to the uh, Colorado Attorney General. Do we know for a fact they're opening a case on this, or are we just making noise? Let's ask Marco. Yeah, Marco's a good go-to guy. He, he is. But uh, Daphne, you put the note up there, right? Voyagers International. Here's the Colorado, uh, the the website. Yeah. Um, so this is the website, and this is what uh, they said that you need to file the com- – you go to the coag.gov and then go to file a complaint and then uh, consumer fraud. And the- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. And the reason you... people they get... It'll light a fire under them. Right. That's what they're saying. Yes. So it's Voyagers International is what we're talking about. And they're pretty much out of business. All of the furniture is gone. They still have an attorney being being hired here. Now, what did COAG, we think, uh, how much money did we think it was altogether across like, the country? They, they estimated $5 million. But hold oh. on a second. Hold on a second. Let's get this straight now. Colorado Office of Attorney General is COAG.gov. COAG.gov. File a complaint, mention Voyager, let's do it. Now, speaking of across the country, we do have a lot of people um, ripped off by this. So if you hear about it, tell them about this, to go to the attorney general in Colorado, even though they sold it to you in your state. They're based here in Colorado. And Tom, we're going to have another one on uh probably tomorrow that is another trip, same situation, uh, but it was a trip to Disney World, and they're keeping $2,000 a person. This sucks. I'd like to know, 
The, by the way, their stars are real low. But how do we find out their Better Business Bureau rating? Um, just for jokes. Can somebody look for that? You know I'll why I up. say that? I say that because Don Eiley kept $20 million from people in an accounting scam. He has an A-plus on the Better Business Bureau. All right, let's talk to uh, Jim. Jim, what's going on, Jim? Welcome. Yeah, Tom. Um, I've got a problem. I don't know whether you're going to be able to help me or not. Uh, I mean, personally, you're not the same Tom Martino 40 years ago that I remember, but uh, what does that mean? Why would you start out insulting me, Jim? Why would you do well, that? I don't, I, don't, I don't mean to insult you because I've, I've caught you with a, uh, another problem about uh, seven or eight years ago, and you just you kind of blew me off on the whole thing. What was it? Jim, what was it? Well, that had to do with Mike, Mike Shaw's Subaru. And what was the problem? I don't remember. What well, was it? I mean, that, well, that one, it, that's so long ago. That doesn't matter. Let's deal with what I, what's going on But, now. Jim, let me explain something. There are some problems I can't help with, okay? Because okay. if somebody, if it's too late or somebody screwed themselves, I, it's not fair. I can't go back six or seven years and say why I couldn't help you with that. No, no, but you I say know, I'm I, not. I, 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 you're right, but, Jim. I'm not the same Tom Martino 40 years ago. Actually, if you really want to know the truth, we're getting more results now than we've ever done. That's the, that's okay. the truth when it comes to well, money. Well, that's but, why I'm calling about this new problem I have. But I'd just like so you know, Jim, only... just so you know, you, you didn't set my mood into a, hey, let's help Jim because I don't want to be criticized again. Boo-hoo, poor is me. I don't, I don't work that way. Hold on. We'll come back to your problem, and let's, let's make it a fresh start so you don't go back crying about the past. You know that one insurance company that brags about saving up to 15%? Well, how about saving even more than that? Compass Insurance. They represent dozens of different companies and will save you money. 303-771-HELP. You know that saying, you get what you pay for? Not true. You actually get way more with Frank Duran, the real estate man.com when he lists your home. Frank Duran, Remax Alliance. Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. I'm going to go back to Jim, by the way, and he says, I uh, hope you can help me. You didn't help me six or seven years ago with a problem with Shaw, and now I'm calling with another problem, and you ain't the Tom Martino I knew 40 years ago. So with that in mind, let's take a stab at today's problem with Jim, and Jim wants to talk about Best Buy. What's going on, Jim? Okay. So on the 4th of October, which was a Sunday, we had an appointment with Best Buy to take my computer in, my laptop computer. And so uh, they basically they were going to upgrade my, my upgrade the software in my computer the, to uh, uh, Windows 10 and security software, and they were going to do an overall inspection of my computer. So when we got there, there was actually two two people from the Geek Squad that was helping us at the time at and we had the computer on. We were, they were going through the computer and everything with us. The computer was running fine. And so we went back up there on Saturday, this last Saturday, to pick the computer up. And they say, well, you got a problem with your, with your uh, uh, graphics card because uh, it had gotten moisture in. Somebody had spilled something and got moisture in on your computer. And now you're going to – and I'm like, what? what? Wait a minute. Let's back up. First off, nobody's ever spilled nothing on that computer. I, I don't even drink around my computer and, and stuff. And uh, and the guy goes, well, he goes, there's moisture got into it. Somebody spilled something. And I said, well, moisture got on that computer. It happened here because that computer was running 
perfectly fine when we dropped it off in here. So, Jim, the only reason the only reason you brought it to Best Buy was for what reason? Well, because I've had a lot of success with Best Buy helping me with my computers in the in the past. But what what did you want done specifically? Well, that's what I said. They were they were updating the software. They were going to put Microsoft. I was going from Windows 7 up to Windows 10. That's and... what I'm getting at. So, but do you have the ticket? So when you dropped it off, the ticket doesn't say investigating problem. It says updating software. Yes, it does. Absolutely. And now they say, oh, now they say somebody spilled something. Yes. Well, yeah, they're saying somebody, all right, and they're inferring right. me. Okay. okay. Now, I, Jim. I, well, hold on. Now, this is really important, Tom. So when yeah. we were there, the guy, the the guy, he literally he took a uh, he took a, some spray and they 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 wiped off and they cleaned the computer completely up. And when they brought it out to me on Saturday, he showed it to me on Saturday. He goes, "Well, see, you can see there's been liquid uh, spilled all over it." And I said, "Dude, I said, how could there be liquid spilled all over it when they cleaned it?" that day when we were in here. So that had to have happened here. So Jim, you can't oh. you can't even see the screen anymore. I don't understand that. It's the yeah, what are, completely what's dead. What do they no, say no, is wrong me, with it me, right now? Me, well let me put the rest of this together and then this is all gonna click to you why I know it was them. I did what no doubt about it. I know it was them. So this is what's going so if the thing wasn't working properly when they got it according to them now, if the thing wasn't working properly because of liquid uh, being uh, uh, on the inside from somebody spilling something, then how did they? How did? Because they, they made me. They made me buy an external hard drive. Right, so right. They could take all my data off. So how did they? Filter. Right, Jim. That's how did they I transfer think. it if it wasn't working correctly? We get you, man. We get you. You see. Isn't that what you're saying? How did they transfer the data to begin with? They, I'm sure they just pulled the hard drive. That's not that's not a big deal. Well, no, no. But, no. The, but the thing was, but the thing also was, Tom. They did. They they when you turn the computer on, it does. The screen does come up just a little bit, and you can see it's thinking, but it won't go past the thinking stage. And you can see where they actually did put the new the new uh, Microsoft 10 in there. So they actually right. get the Jim, stuff back in there, but somewhere along the line, they still liquid in there. Jim, what you say seems logical. The most logical part seems to me is that you said they cleaned it and looked at it, and now something spilled. They're showing you stains after they right. cleaned it. Yeah. That, that, okay, so here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to contact Best Buy. Do we have an angel there still? I need to check. But okay, hold on a second, guys. Even let's say they did spill something on it. We're talking about, I assume it's a laptop, right? Correct. That's 11 years old. Is that about right? No. I mean, Windows no, 7 came no. out in 09. How old? No, how old is it, Jim? My, my, my that computer, I think, is only seven years. Or wait a minute, eight years old. Okay, okay, but Jim, but my point is, how much do you think that's worth? Because I can buy that all day long oh. for 50 bucks. What we're saying, Jim, is the ultimate loss. Hold on now. The ultimate loss would be that computer with the work that you. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Had scheduled or your money back in that computer, and, but, but nothing better. In other words, they don't have to get you a new laptop because you had an old laptop. Do you remember the, uh, the, the core in that? Do you remember what um, it yeah, had? Yeah, uh, it's a, yeah, it's an i7. Whoa, that's not. Wait a minute. It's an i7? It's an i7. It's an, no, it's no, it's not, L- that's it's not L- that old, then. It's, it's not L- that old. It might, it, it, it might not. I'm not real sure. I'm just guessing. I'm not real sure. But I, I've already, I, I, when we were up there that day talking to the Best Buy, I was asking the guy whether they needed to maybe upgrade any of the, the, the drivers or any of the stuff in it. And he looked, he completely looked through that computer, and he goes, no. He goes, you have a perfectly good computer here. And he goes, all you need is an upgrade on your software. And he told me that that day, and he, he's got it on the work ticket as well. Okay, by the way, just so you know, Jim, from now on, or anyone listening, Colorado Computers will come to you and do all of that. You don't have to go to Best Buy. But, Jim, right now, one step at a time. We have to contact Best Buy with your logic to see what they think about it because it does sound logical that if they ran into a problem, it would have been before they did all the upgrading or they would have run into it. And and how do they look at a stain on that thing that they cleaned off if what you're telling me is true? Now, do you have the name of the technician or anyone specifically who worked on it? No, I don't. But I can tell you this much. I, I did talk to the assistant store manager. His yeah. name was Mark, M-A-R-C. What, what, tell me what uh, store it is. This is the Best Buy on 104th and I-25. What did okay. he say? What did he say? I confronted him about all the same things that I just said you, told you, and he goes, well, we didn't do it. We don't allow okay. our technicians, we don't allow technicians to have, have any beverages on, on Well, their, Jim, on if that's station. true, Jim, if that's true, we got, you know, that's the problem. We're going to have a level of proof. If I they don't swear mind to... calling over there. I'm trying to figure out what you really want, though, Jim. What what am I asking for? Did he they wants charge his computer, you? He wants his computer to work or a similar computer in working condition. Oof. Right, Jim? Yes, absolutely. Or maybe, Jim, what if they gave you a really good discount on a, on a better computer? No, because I just I just bought a brand new Dell computer out of that store. Yeah, they should take was... better care of him. Listen, let's find out if we have an angel. If not, we're going to give it to Mark to call over there. Now, listen, um, uh, uh, let's let's try there. Let's start there. But I want to tell you a story, Jim. Only an idiot would work on a computer in a shop with an open Pepsi or Coke, and then when they're all done fixing it, spill it. And ruin Shut the up. Entire... Shut up, Martino. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? Ouch. <laughs> oh, Mark and I were spent, 20 years we, ago. We we spent six hours at Aspen Computer after hours in the back room. And we're laughing and drinking and laughing and drinking. And we're all done. It was <laughs> we're about to fire it up. And I don't know which one of us did it, but the. The Coke bottle goes over, and it now wait. Fills. You just said it. Who drinks Diet Coke? It sure ain't well, me. Oh my God, it was terrible. After all that work, so I can see where it could happen. But do you I remember what they, that computer was for? Uh, the bus. It was for a. It was one of the very first GPS systems uh, for your bus, and we're talking right. way right. before anybody had GPS. 
Right. We, we were fitting it for our GPS. That's exactly right. And we were, yeah, that's right. We were kind of tricking it into doing it in the bus. So, but, but we were like thinking we were on the, the evolution of technology. Yeah, we were NASA. Coke, and the damn Coke ruined everything. We have more coming up. Looking to buy a home? Get the best team on your side. Frank Duran, the real estate man, dot com with Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Insurance agents that aren't held captive by one company. That's what Compass Insurance is all about. They find the right company for you at the best price. Call for a free quote now, 303-771-HELP. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK. 713-8255. We're here to help you. And uh, we have emails for Best Buy we can send through, but I think we should call to the store. I think it's only fair that if you take a computer there and it's not fixed, and they say you need more stuff and it's due to liquid damage, why didn't they point that out when you dropped it off? How could they transfer information? How did they do all of that? I don't think they're going to have an easy answer for it. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. So... Um, Daphne, get the information. Let Mark call up there. See what he I finds tried. Out. He laughed and said he's at work. He doesn't have the number. So, Mark, you're going to have to look it up yourself, 104th and I-25. Yeah, but did Jim give you his information, his name and all that? No, I'll get it. I mean, what, what you sound a little, what, what's going on, Daph? Is there something wrong with Jim or what? No, he's you perfectly like, fine. <laughs> okay. I know. You just sounded like, oh, well, he laughed and said this and then... I'll get it, and I'm wondering if he's being a wise ass. Don't help him. I mean, just just find out though. If he wants us to call, we'll call. Um, June, what's going on with you, June? Uh yeah, I took my car into an auto body shop to have it fixed, yes. and then um, and they're supposed to be just fixing the bumper. I had a bumper a dent in it from an accident. And did you get and an insurance I- check on this? Yes, insurance. Um, okay. okay. Insurance I wanted to know if, if, if insurance was paying for it or were you paying for it? The insurance. Okay, so what happened? So when I so when I get my car back, it's running, it's overheating, and it's not sounding right. You know, it don't dry. It, uh, it has noise. It's making this noise. So huh. I take it back to them, and then I show them so... Uh, first off, I put some radiator fluid in the radiator, and it took all the fluid almost. And then when I adjusted to them, then I took it back. They said, bring it back. So I took it back in there. So there's a bungee cord. When I look up under the, the hood for to put the radiator in, there's a bungee cord wrapped around in around in my engine. So I'm like, well, that's strange. That shouldn't be there because you're working on the bumper. Right. And so when I take it back, they tell me, well, they take the, the bungee cord. And then when I talked to the owner, he said, that wasn't a bungee cord. And they don't know why uh, it was there. And they don't know if they put it there. And if uh, it was, it, it would have been for them to hold, put it on like the hood to hold the light to um, fix the bumper. But that's not true because I, I, they, I asked on Friday for photos. Of a, you know all the photos that they took of my car. Then June, I look but at the here's what that, I don't understand. Here's what I don't understand. What's the problem with the car? You took it there. Did they fix the bumper? Okay. Yes, they fixed the bumper, but now my car is over is overheating, 
and it's making this noise. And they're saying they don't know why, but it wasn't doing that when I took it in. And then Okay. I what find, was this cord I, they saw? What was this cord? Did they remove this cord? Oh, after I took it back up there to them. Okay. It was on my and, truck, and I took it. Go ahead. I know. You took it off, though. Is it now still making noise no, and not running right? No, I didn't take right? it off. They took it off, and they have it. And my car's okay. still overheating and still making that noise. But and what I was, would I was fixing like, the – I don't understand what fixing the bumper would have to do with overheating. Are you thinking they did something to your car? Yes, because when you uh, – I have pictures of where they have something lifted up on my engine with the bungee cord. You, they shouldn't Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Been in my, on my engine. I don't even understand. You're saying there was a bungee cord attached to your engine and they were doing something there. I, we got to figure out what you're talking about because you went in for a bumper to a body shop. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Help, I need somebody. Now, Tom Martino, the Troubleshooter. Hi, Tom Martino. Welcome to the show. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Those are the numbers you can call or 303-MARTINO, 303-627-8466. What's happening in your life? This hour brought to you by GenesisTotalExteriors.com. If you're looking for home construction, don't make a mistake. You hear a lot of people do when they call these mindless, faceless lists, and they just hope they get a good referral. We can tell you for sure GenesisTotalExteriors.com will do a great job. They do exteriors and interiors. They can do baths, kitchens, and basements. They're called Genesis total exteriors, which also means roofing, gutters, siding, windows, doors, fencing, decks, genesistotalexteriors.com. All right, let's go to the phones, and we're trying to figure out some of the problems here uh, that we're working on. One of them is a computer that was brought in to Best Buy for repair. The guy says they, when, it got, when he went to pick it up, they said it's not working. And they claim he had spilled something in it. He said, if I had spilled something in it, then why would there still be a stain in there if you cleaned it off while you were there talking to me and you downloaded all my stuff onto another hard drive? How would you do that if it wasn't working? So we're trying to figure out what's going on with Best Buy and that computer. Now, at best, this guy would be entitled to refund, basically, and and the computer... Uh, and the compute and a, and a light computer. So it, so he's put back to pre a uh, spill pre spillage conditions, so to speak. 303-713-8255. Now, we have a really good one. Is Deputy B around by the way? Is he around anywhere? Because I'd like to get him on if he yes, is. Yes, I just got him on, so you you can talk to him too. Oh good. Let's bring up Deputy B. Let's bring up Lori. Lori, let me bring you up to date with Lori. Lori, she uh, bought a double-wide trailer. She had saved up her money. 
and sold uh, her birth home where she lived and inherited it. And she sold it and she got a double wide. And she said she was really uh, looking forward to having her own place and she owns the lot. But what happened was the leak started, the, the, the roof started leaking. And she had it looked at and they said, this roof is bad. And she says, well, I have a five-year warranty on here. And we looked at it and it looked as if this roofing company said, if you have a problem in five years, we're going to fix it. But they said to her, you don't have a roof problem. And they kept telling her she didn't have a roof problem. Right, Lori? Yes. And you knew you had a roof problem. And uh, what did they say your roof problem was when they first looked at it? They said that they didn't. They said that um, it looked like I peed on the toilet seat lid. (laughs) And you were upset. And we sent out a great roofer, Excel Roofing, to look at it. And And what did they tell you? What did they tell you, Lori? Um, That I needed a new roof or he could just fix the problem. Yeah, and he said if he could fix the problem, at best it would be a patch job because there were so many things incorrect about the roof, including the materials that should not have... They should not have been used on a trailer to begin with, yet you have a warranty that says this roof is in good condition, and and if anything goes wrong, uh, they'll fix materials and workmanship, something like that, Mark, right? You read that? Yeah, that's exactly what it says for a five-year period. They'll do uh, parts and labor as long as it's not a hailstorm. It's a pretty standard deal. And it's also a certification, meaning someone went out there and said, yeah, this roof's in good shape. That's the part that blows me away. Now, Deputy B, I told him to look into this. And, man, did he look into it. What did you find, Deputy B? He crushed this one. Deputy B, what did you find? Well, Tom, I can finally go to sleep. I worked from Friday, 1.30, all the way through to right now even. But what, what did I you find? Was, well, somebody's giving her a new roof. What? And let her tell you. Wow. wow. But, but Deputy B, who took responsibility? Do you know? No, but they were all pointing fingers at everybody else. Um, but I think the most influential was the contractor. Okay, the good. Most- he was the most helpful. He was the most willing to help. He was the most forthright. You're talking um, about the contractor that did the certification? You know, I don't know who I was talking to, to be honest with you. There were so many casts of characters. Okay, uh, all I right. Think, okay, but I, yeah, and there were a couple, from what I gather, a couple different repair people. So the bottom line is Lori says she's getting a brand new roof. What um, happened, Lori? Lori, when did they con- when did they contact you? They called me Saturday and said that the owner found out that there was a big hole in the roof and that um, he was going to be getting permits today and he was going to be putting on pulling off the roof that's on there and putting on the right roof. I don't know if that's going to be peeling stick or asphalt, but any at any rate, it's not going to cost me nothing. Well, if they're pulling a permit, it'll be the proper one. So, I am really happy to hear that, Lori. That's really good. And that's going to be – and, and uh, that roof 
could have cost eight grand or more. So I'm glad they're doing this. This is the way it should be. So, man, Deputy B, a brand new roof today. The other day you got $11,000 back on a sewage repair. Deputy B's total alone with the other stuff in this is nearing a hundred grand already just on his total. Yeah. On his total alone, uh, stellar work, Lori, thank you for calling us. Keep us informed, please keep us informed on this. And that is really, really good news. People, do you see what we do here now? Lori, she really was unsophisticated as a buyer. She didn't know what was going on. She, she really didn't know what the heck was going on. She was crying. She was upset. She had just spent all of her money on a home that she wanted to be her forever home. And her dreams were dashed by this. And we were able to get something done. Now, that's cool. That is very cool. Thank you, Deputy B. And also, um, of course, you know, all of us here at the show should feel good about it. All of us should. Now, Mike, let's talk about identity theft. What's going on, uh, Mike? Yeah, hi. I got a... Hi, uh... Mike. Hi, I got a debit card in the mail with my name on it to my address yep. from a bank, a bank I never heard of, an account I never yep. opened. Yep. I'm wondering, first of all, is that a symptom of theft? And why would somebody open an account in my name and send it to my address? Okay, it's for unemployment, and they're hoping to get um, it through you and having it sent to you, and then they were going to intercept it. How were they going to intercept it? Were they hoping to get online access? How? What did the guy tell us before about those cards and what to do? Because Mark got one too, by the way. Um, Untrust, and, Untrust Bank. Right, that's exactly right. So okay. it has to do with an unemployment scam. It doesn't necessarily mean they have all of your information. But what they did is they gave enough information and I think they try to get it diverted to another address. Well, but what here's ha- what I found out, because right after right after I received those cards, about a week later, I found out someone opened up a bank account on one of these online banks in my name. So my assumption is this. Now that they have a bank account in my name, they have these cards in my name. Then they transfer the money out of those cards because they use the last four of your social as oh. a PIN number to put it in that account, which they have access to, and then they pull out the cash. That's how it works. Okay, so the card... I put the kibosh on them. Yeah. We're, tell them where to call, Mark, for that. Well, I called the actual bank first, so what was the one he used? Sunward SunTrust. SunTrust. Yeah, SunTrust. You need to call them up and say, hey, listen, uh, this is not me. Someone got a hold of this. Then they'll cancel the account and the debit cards. And Tom, yeah. uh, our unemployment angel, uh, he can also send me uh, a photo of it with the name and everything, and he's keeping track of it, and they will double-check that it's already been flagged. So, Mike, that's what they were going to do. They were going to use that account then get an online account, then electronically transfer the funds. Yeah. That's, so check that's it why out. They, yeah. I'm, uh, Dan, put this up on camera real quick. I'm literally holding it. The, the account is null and void, but all of a sudden in the mail, I get a debit card to a Blue Vine business debit card. And listen to this one, Tom. This, this account they opened that it's under Colorado Car Care Centers, which are the good years I owned, you know, 10 plus years ago. So, I mean, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. So make sure if this happens to anybody, you kill 
the debit cards that are attached on employment, and then you kill the bank account they opened as well. Right. So that's why they don't care if they have the physical card, because they transfer online to an account they establish. In it's your name. Very, yeah. So, Mike, it's very important that you take care of that. Now, as a precaution, I would also put a lock on my uh, credit card credit freeze I mean a credit freeze where people cannot get a, a deep credit inquiry without a pin number or your permission that's what I would do 303-713-8255 more coming right up did you know if you've had a new roof put on in the last couple years, you could be missing massive discounts on your homeowner's insurance? Call Compass Insurance now at 303-771-HELP. Frank Duran, therealestateman.com. With Remax Alliance, the name says it all. 303-920-1622. Troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255. All right, let's uh, figure out what's going on here. Um, all right, I, I want to uh, find out what those photos are supposed to mean in that one in that one thing here uh, first. So let's talk to June. June, you said your car went in for bumper repair, and it went into a body shop. Is that right? Yes. Okay, then you said it wasn't running right when you pulled out, and you saw yes. under, under the hood, you saw a bungee cord. Is that right? Yes. You lifted up the hood and you saw it? Yes. Well, it, was, it wasn't right uh, when I got home. It was about two days later because it kept smelling hot. So I went up under the, you know, I was checking it to see why. And when I lifted up the hood, that was not on the engine. What was on the engine? Okay. What's that little uh, plastic? What is that little plastic thing in your hand or in somebody's hand? What's that little plastic thing? I don't know. I don't know because see what happened. Um, I went and got, I got photos. I asked them for the photos on Thursday because they had to go back. They had, um, okay. um, All right. What I'm seeing is this, that bungee cord, that bungee cord, which is really strange that you saw that. Yeah. That. That bungee cord is holding up your air filter housing. Um, Okay. Do you see how it's like, I don't know if you see that one photo. You can clearly see the bungee cord is attached to your plastic cover of the air filter. Do you see that? Yes. And then the air filter goes inside there. And so your air filter compartment was wide open. And I'm not sure why somebody bungeed that. You did not, they were not touching the engine at all, were they? No, they're just supposed to fix the bumper and, and some other items that they tore up, like the panel. Then why, guys? My... I don't understand why this was done under her hood. I don't think there's anything serious here. I mean, if you took that cord off, put the air filter back in and clip it, it should work. I mean, are you having ongoing problems with your car? Yes. It's, it's, okay. Uh, well, Do me a favor. Right, and then it's overheating. What part of to... what part of town oh, are yes. you in? What part of town I are you in? I live in Metro, East Denver, Metro. Okay. We want to get you somewhere that can analyze this and figure out what's going on. 
But here's Please, the sir, thing. That's all I want is the answer. <laughs> I understand. But what if it turns out to have nothing to do with your bumper? What I don't understand is how it could have happened. I don't understand it. How long was it at that place? 22 days. 22 days? For to fix a bumper. What's the name of this place? Car Star. Let's Car start Star. by calling. Let's start. I want Deputy Doc to call over to Car Star and find out why, if, if they know what she's complaining about, then we need to figure out how far are you from Santa Fe and let's say Santa Fe and um, give me a cross street down there near um, Dartmouth, let's say. Santa Fe and Dartmouth. How far away are you from there? Uh, well, just a couple miles. I, because I that's over by City Park area. You're near City Park? Yes, I live near City Park. Okay. What's closer? Now, What's close to her? What's close to her? I, I need somebody just to eyeball this. What were you saying? Sheridan Auto Tech closer? No, no, no. That's over in a No. Um, Lakewood. Lakewood. The Lakewood location? Let's see. What cross street is that? Colfax, uh, Colfax and what? 78th. No, Colfax and 78th is too far from her. Yeah. No, no. Um. Um, hold on. I'm like what a, more like the downtown area. Okay, I get what you mean. So what about what what is the uh, pro auto care over on? Um, he has the one location over on. Uh, it's like Colorado Boulevard and I-25. Yeah, but diff- a little different than that. But Dayton. Oh, wait, wait. Over to Dayton, north on Dayton, isn't it Dayton? I-20, isn't it Dayton over there? Um, Dahlia, Dahlia. Okay, she's going to be closer to I-25, east to Dahlia, and then north of Block. But we have to ask Daphne if they can take a look-see at her car um, at Pro Auto Care. See if that'll work. Um, So hold on, though. The very first thing I want to do is have Deputy Doc. He's on right now, so I'm going to bring him up. Hold on, June. We're going to have somebody. Uh, Deputy Doc, what I'd like you to do is if you heard – did you hear that problem, Doc? I did. Okay, that's where her car went in for bumper repair, and somehow, okay, good, good. If if we could just figure out at CarStar there what the hell they did, and why is she complaining about her car not running right, maybe they took a look at it and have an idea. I'm not suggesting they did it, but let's hear what they have to say. Now, you're calling with another update. What's that? No, no, I just, you sent me a message. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to call in. Yes, the reason I wanted you to call in is because you're quarantining yourself until you get a test. And I wanted to talk right. to you about it. I wanted to talk to you about it. Um, the group that you had, and again, we don't need names or anything. I'm just curious. How so, many people were in the group? There were seven poker players. And how often did you get together with these guys? Uh, just once a week. And did you come now, in contact with that? No, no. We, well, we sat at the same table, but we all wore those plastic face shields. Okay, 
And what about, Doc, what about this guy? Um, is he having symptoms? No. He was tested positive when? Um, I got I got a uh, an email on um, yesterday, uh, Saturday or Sunday, no, Sunday morning. And he's not showing symptoms? Correct. How old is he? He's about uh, 60. When did he get tested, though, that he's not showing symptoms? Has he had it a while, or is it brand new? Uh, it's new, because uh, it definitely was in um, the past week. Why did he get tested, then, if he wasn't having symptoms? Um, I don't know. Maybe he was exposed to somebody. He has, he has a couple of grandkids that he hangs out with, so I'm not sure um, exactly when he got tested. I ah. mean, why he got tested. Okay. And when are you going to get tested? I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till a week, so I'm gonna get it on Thursday. So okay. That's when I saw you, him. Okay. So so is there a reason if you think you've been exposed? And I'm asking you, you know, medically and also personally, is there should you wait a few days after exposure before you get a test? Yeah, you can't test immediately because you know the um, the virus particles are probably so low that your body hasn't had a chance to uh, mount an, an, a, a sufficient response yet. Okay, so you're going to get a test maybe on Thursday, and then will it be right. a rapid test, do you know? Yeah, I'm going to get, get a rapid test. And so when will you know? Um, I have to ask them what kind of tests they do and how long it takes for the results. Okay, but if you get so tested, let's, sure. just say, let's just say you are positive. What's the proper steps then that you contact people you've been in contact with? Yes. Okay. So that would include and then, Dan you know, and me, and, obviously and we would take, have. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. And then, obviously, 14-day quarantine. Okay. Assuming that All right. Symptomatic. When All I right. got my now, test, anyway, uh, guys, mine took, I got the results the next day. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping to do. All right, Deputy Doc. I hope you don't have it, but so, uh, anyway. Way, I've, got a, I've got a couple of things with rental properties going on try, that I'm trying to get in touch with. But we did have, remember we had somebody... Um, a woman was complaining about Amco. She took her car in for some uh, body work, and the car she claims the car wasn't working after after she got it. Very similar to what June is talking about. All right, hold on a sec, Doc, if you could, because we have to take this break. We'll come right back to you and more. 303-713-TALK. We'll get to all of your calls coming up. Frank Duran, therealestateman.com, with REMAX Alliance. No long-term contract when listing your home because he's confident you'll be happy with his results. You got teenagers ready to get their driver's license? Young drivers can cost you a fortune on your auto policy. The guys at Compass might be able to save you thousands compared to your current company. Call Compass now. 303-771-HELP. Frank Duran, therealestateman.com, with REMAX Alliance. No long-term contract when listing your home because he's confident you'll be happy with his results. You got teenagers ready to get their driver's license? Young drivers can cost you a fortune on your auto policy. The guys at Compass might be able to save you thousands compared to your current company. Call Compass now. 303-771-HELP. I'm Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255. Solving problems, answering questions, taking complaints, making your life a little easier. Let's do it. Now, um, 
we have uh, some stuff we're working on with uh, with um, Deputy Doc. He wants to give us an update, and then we'll go on to your calls, whatever you need, a problem, question, complaint, or just you want to get something off your chest. This is the only show to do that, 303-713-TALK. So what's going on, Deputy Doc? You say you're working on a few things. Go ahead. I have three, three things I'm working on that all have to do with uh, HOA or management companies that won't get back to me yet. So I keep bugging them. And what uh, are the so issues? We are so, um, just problems with the apartments that people are in. Okay. That, you know, the all issues right. are not being taken care of. Um, but we had someone call up who had similar to Jean. She brought a car in for some work, and then she complained that when she went to pick the car up, it wasn't working. I spoke to the owner of Amco, and he gave a totally different story. He said the car wasn't working. There was some issue with the battery, blah, blah, blah. But the main point is he was going to give them a discount on something, and the computer harness that he said was, was, uh, was frayed, he gave it to her at no charge. So when I called her back and said, this is what's going on, her response was, oh, okay, thank you very much. So she didn't put up a fight. She didn't seem surprised. So my feeling is that uh, AMCO did her right, and they're going to take care of the problem, and that uh, we should not blame AMCO for what's going on. Okay. So anything else? So that's it. Nope. The other three are, like I said, I'm trying to get a hold of uh, management companies to get their response to these uh, tenant issues, and I'll let you. I'll keep you updated. And at some point, we gotta turn up the heat if you if they don't call you back, Doc. So let us know. 303-713 talk. Thanks. Seven one three eight two five five. Um. Okay. So Gary, you have a problem that has to do with HOAs. It's an interesting problem or interesting issue. And I wondered when it would come up. Go ahead, Gary. Oh, hi, Tom. I live in a 40-unit low-rise building, and our HOA is planning on installing charging stations uh, for those uh, few individuals that uh, have electric cars, and uh, the rest of us will be basically paying for their gas. And my contention is that now wait a minute. Why don't they? Why don't they install them in their units though, uh, on their meters, or are they installing them on common meters? No, they're installing one that everyone can use. Oh, can you so say special assessment? Is, That's weird. No, it'll be no. It'll be a recurring charge. And my contention is that. It has absolutely nothing to do with living or building maintenance. It would be like they, them deciding we want to we want to buy gym memberships for everyone, even if you don't join the gym and charge everyone. It has no, it would it would be more no, it would be more akin to we're going to put in a gas pump and everyone can use it. But that's not fair either. What about retired people that don't drive or what if you use Uber or Lyft? Or what if somebody drives a lot and somebody drives a little? Why should that be a condo expense? You're right. And if, if uh, basically I consider an electric charging station paying for someone's gasoline. I have a gasoline car. I can't use that. But then I have to go I know. And buy my gas. So what hey, do you Gary, think I should do. I, I think it's wrong, but 
Wh- who decided this? The, the board, the HOA board. Now, on the board, at least it wasn't some mindless management company without direction. You're saying the board actually voted on this. Were there people there from the association to uh, vote on it? No, the the board has the authority on this. So, do you know as what our, the as our represent? How many people on the board? Uh, six. How many electric cars in that project out of forty? I would guess right now maybe eight or nine, but you know people might be planning on getting them in the future. I don't know. I don't uh, look at Gary. I have no idea how this could happen. No idea whatsoever. And I would be upset with it. I would too. I mean, you are paying for other people's electricity. I've seen it in other places, by the way. I've seen it at Landmark down in the basement or in the the cover garages. I've seen those things, and they are on the same circuits as the garage, which everyone pays for. I don't know. I think it sucks. Uh, what else can you say? But what would you do about it? I guess you would have to take it up and you'd have to, I don't know, you'd have to complain about it. Did you complain about it? Oh, yeah, definitely. They know my feelings, but. Um, but, but don't, why aren't other people upset about it? I have no idea. They just, they're just too busy living life for their uh, elderly people who don't understand and they just let the board run roughshod over them. I was going to call Dora, see if there's any legal, any way I could uh, represent myself in some sort of a lawsuit. Yeah, but why Dora? They have why Dora? HOA, uh, Dora has an HOA unit. I understand that, but that wouldn't Oh, that just means that they make sure that managers are licensed. They make sure that, or I believe that's still a requirement. I don't know. They make sure that the board is doing things legally as far as structure. They don't get into each and every issue. I mean, if your board voted that in fair and square, it's voted in. You have to argue that it's somehow unconscionable or wrong. Um, do, are they citing any part of their bylaws that allow them to do this? Uh, basically the bylaws would say anything that improves the quality of life. But to me, my bottom line is that's absolutely nothing to do with the maintenance of a building. What I, okay, here's what I would do. I would get a petition. That's the best way to do it. And then go to the board with a petition. If you get a majority of owners saying they don't want it, then maybe they would just not do it. And if that doesn't work, then what you do is you see an attorney. But you have to see a door is not going to do it. You just what, need to. What's really see. strange is I think it was like 13 or 14 Hickenlooper signed something. At least I think it was Hickenlooper that could not stop an HOA from having someone install a charging station in their garage. So. That's how it generally works. Someone comes out of pocket and does it in their own parking space or their own garage. I don't understand why they're doing this the community way. It makes no sense. Right. And and again, if it was taken off of their meters, that would be one thing. But for them to get it and everyone pays for it is just wrong. I wonder if some of those board members are the ones with the electric cars. Are these board members personally profiting? 
Gary, you're going to have to get a petition going. That's the only thing to do. Did you know the guys at Compass do an insurance checkup for me every year? They check my homeowners, my automotive, and find me the best coverage at the absolute best price. Call Compass now. 303-771-HELP. One name is above all when buying or selling your home. Frank Duran, the real estate man.com with Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. By the way, we uh, told you that a guy in prison has an A-plus rating on the Better Business Bureau, a lying, cheating ripoff. They had plenty of time to change that, but they didn't because they're out of touch with reality. Voyagers International, who's keeping cancellation fees from thousands of students around the country for canceling their trips, even though the kids wanted to go. The company chose to cancel and uh, even reschedule. They chose not to reschedule and keeping thousands of dollars we think could total into the millions. They also have an A rating with the Better Business Bureau just to show you how inaccurate and ridiculous the Better Business Bureau can be. Yeah, I'm looking at Don Eiley and Associates right now. BBB rating, A+. Ah. Yep. Now, Craig has a comment on electric cars uh, because, uh, you know, we had a guy calling. He's upset with his uh, he's upset with his HOA, and I don't blame him. And the HOA is putting in charging station, a common charging station for everyone to use. He's saying, why should the ones without electric cars pay for people who have electric cars? We're basically paying for their gas. Craig, what's your comment? Well, Tom, this is really nothing new. Every single electric car running around on the roads and highways in Colorado is not paying a dime for road maintenance because the road maintenance is provided by the gasoline tax. They pay $50 a year though when registering or each year they got an annual fee of 50 bucks. Now is that intended solely for, uh, solely for the road maintenance or is that another fee? I have no idea what the money's spent on, but it's 50 bucks each year. But Mark, wait a minute. But fifty dollars for what? Is it fifty dollars on top of normal registration? Yeah, it's fifty bucks on top. So if you have an all electric plug-in car, not a hybrid, you pay an additional fifty bucks a year when your tags come due. So you pay whatever you would pay. But what does it say? But what does it say? It's for. Does it say it's a road maintenance? What does it call it? I'll look. I don't know. Yeah, see, it's that's the point. V- it's called an electric vehicle tax, an EV tax. It might be for road maintenance. That would make sense, Craig. Um, yeah, that, I, I wasn't aware of that. That's the first I've heard of that. But, you know, those of us that drive a lot and, and buy a lot of gas probably pay more than $50 in gas taxes every year. So they're still getting off cheap. I $30. Here's all, it, here's all it says. 30 bucks goes to it. owners. PEV owners in Colorado must pay an annual fee of $50 for a plug-in electric vehicle decal. That's all it says. Yeah, but Dan, Dan says that uh, 30 is for highway users, and what's the rest? And 20 is for electrical vehicle grant fund, whatever that means. So they're paying $30 toward road maintenance. So, I, you know, who knows if it's fair or not. Yeah, but here's... Here's a great article I just found. Listen to this. It says Colorado charges electric vehicle owners $50 a year 
after giving them a credit of $5,000. So that is kind of crazy. If you add up all the credits they get, that $50 is nothing. Yeah, tax credits, though, they feel in the long run will benefit the environment. That's the reason behind tax credits, just like solar credits. That's debatable, but I mean, really, do you save with an electric car? I'd love to talk to someone who's converted to tell me if they're actually saving money from their gasoline car. We'll talk about that and more coming up on the Troubleshooter Show. Keep your calls coming. 303-713-TALK. This is Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Troubleshooter Show. Help. I need somebody. Now, Tom Martino, the Troubleshooter. Hi, I'm Tom Martino. Welcome to the show, the only show anywhere that does what I do, which is solving problems, answering questions, taking complaints, and making your life a little easier as we do each and every day. Just call us if you need help, and we're here to help you. 303-713-TALK. 713-8255. Okay, this hour brought to you by Renew Home Innovation RenewHomeInnovation.com. That means you can renew your shower or bath. Now, they can do your whole bathroom, but they specialize on beautiful showers. Renew Home Innovation, 25% off, and they're doing beautiful work even during this pandemic. People are reporting great news, and they have these new borderless showers or you know, thresh. they don't have a threshold. It's a flat shower entry that slopes down into the drain and it's beautiful you don't have to step over anything if you are with disabilities you can easily use a walker to get in or a wheelchair it substitutes those old-fashioned walk-in tubs those ridiculous things and they're beautiful renewhomeinnovations.com for beautiful custom-made showers 303-904-2000 303-904-2000 oh that's renewhomeinnovations.com so let's go and talk um all right we have a number of problems we're working on. If you're ever wondering what's going on with them, let us know. Uh, but truly, I would like to know what you think about this. Uh, putting in a, a power station for electric cars. You see them all over, really. You see them at airports. You see them in parking garages. You see them down. I mean, a lot of them are free. They're free. So you think, who's paying for that? We're all paying for them. I guess we think if you have an electric car, you deserve to get free energy. Now apartment complexes are putting them in, but they're not charging the customers. I don't, why couldn't they put in a common charger, in and in an HOA put in a common charger, but have like a credit card you put in there. So you, you swipe your credit card and they charge you for the power. And what is it anyway? Is it cheaper to run an electric car than a gasoline car? It is. Like, do you get as many miles uh, for the dollar? You, we should go by mo- do- uh, dollars per mile or miles per dollar or however. Does it come out to be cheaper for an electric car? 
And then, Mark, you were talking about with subsidies, you can buy an all-electric Mini Cooper, which is a pretty nice little car, get a tax credit, and what can you save? 12000 plus, man, 12500 12500 plus. So what does that bring the price down to? Uh, well, I'm going off of MSRP was be about 18000 bucks if you did a little uh, negotiations less. That's an incredible price. That really is. It is kind is of unfair. Federal for, and, is that federal and tax? It's unfair for the gasoline and, people. Is that federal and state tax? Yeah, 5000 state, 7500 federal. Wow. So would that be the best buy then when it comes to getting all of your credits on an electric car? Or are there others cheaper than that? That would be the cheapest electric car MSRP that I could find. What about a Chevy Volt? Don't, isn't that a... I don't even... Do they still make it? I don't know. And do you get do you get a tax incentive with a hybrid? Not that I know of. What's going on with you, Jim? What's going on? Jim has a problem with the subcontractor. Jim, welcome. Yeah, hi, Tom. Um, yeah, I'm having trouble with a subcontractor who was hired to build a driveway extension um, for parking, basically. Um, he moved a berm and uh, lay down asphalt. But the problem is that the asphalt slopes the wrong way. It goes down a really steep hillside. Uh, he did this work at the end of July. We got a gully washer rainstorm in August, and already the asphalt is cracking. And um, he's come out and had a look. Um, he wants to charge me more money to fix his error, although I, he is kind of weird. He really hasn't even admitted an error, and I guess that's why he wants to charge more money for it. Um, my concern is that um, he's not willing to give any guarantee that he's actually going to fix the problem. So I'm worried that I'm just throwing good money after bad. What was there before this asphalt? There was a berm there um, that would direct the water actually down the paved part of the driveway. And what he did was to push the berm out, and well, actually there's no berm there anymore, um, and, you know, use that material uh, to make, you know, more of a flat area on which they Yeah, but down Jim, what I'm asking is what kind of a driveway did you have before the asphalt? What kind? Asphalt. So he's, he's expanded the asphalt. Okay. So you had an asphalt driveway, and why did he expand it? Was it at your request? Yes. Did, you, did he make it wider or did he make it longer? He made it wider. Okay. Now, the berm was in his way. Didn't he have to move the berm if he was going to make it wider? Yes. Then what did he do wrong? What he did wrong was he made the slope of the new asphalt go the wrong way. It goes down a steep hillside. And so when we got a gully washer, all the water went over that hillside and made these deep gouges um, in that hillside. And now already the asphalt 
which was on top of a flat area, you know, is is falling apart. And by the way, oh, so wait, so you're saying that by the water draining off the edge of the asphalt, it is corroding the base underneath the asphalt. Exactly. It's eroding it. I meant. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. so he should have made the lip or the edge of the asphalt curl up. So he had a swale or a, a, a valley going down a parallel with the driveway. Basically, yes, although it's a little worse than what you just said. It's like that whole extra, you know, whatever it is, eight feet or so. That whole slope goes the wrong way. And so right now it crowns where the he, – he took the, the extra eight feet width – and point and basically sloped it downhill, right? Yes, yes. So from side to side, your driveway goes across and then down that steep embankment. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you parked your car on the edge of the new eight-foot, if you parked it on the new eight-foot extension, would your car be uh, slanted a lot? Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I actually – well, I did a – poor man's estimate and it's like eight inches eight or no more than nine inches of slope the wrong direction well hold on you keep saying it's the wrong direction he may have thought by having it sloped down that way he was doing a good thing um because it's going off the run no actually and this is part of why i'm you know kind of irritated is I spoke with him about it um, while they were doing the work, you know. Um, and I was like, well, so this is going to slope down the driveway, right? Yeah, yeah, it's going to do that. And it does the exact opposite of what he said it was going to do. Okay, but, but hold on a second. Is, why would water be going down a hill, be retained on the hill, and, and corrode or erode underneath the asphalt? Uh, because it was a gully washer. I mean, it really, we, we got a major rainstorm, and so it, yeah, it, so it's kind of hard. What to you're telling me is, yet. so are you telling me then the eight-foot section will eventually fall off? Yeah, yeah, I think it, it's a disaster. This is a disaster that needs to be fixed. And Do you have photographs? I, yeah, I sent them to you on Friday. Oh, uh, Daphne, did you send them to me? Yes, I did. When? I'm sorry, Tom. I'm on the phone. Okay. Yeah, thank you for just uh, the only that. ones I have, guys, are from this bungee cord. I don't have anything of a of a driveway. But if you sent it, if you could send it again, because I don't have any of those photos at all. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I sent it to, let me see that. No, no, I we got it, it, she's saying. I think she's saying we got I just didn't get it. Or so I got to figure out why I'm not getting those pictures. Um, but here's what we have to do. Listen, we have to figure out what he can do about it. You're saying he doesn't even acknowledge there's a problem. Does he look at this and say, "Oh, it looks fine to me"? Um. Well, what he did say to me specifically was, "I did exactly what the the general contractor told me to do." 
That was oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You never mentioned a general contractor. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, yeah, you said a subcontractor. Some well, you said a sub, but I thought a sub to you. I mean, he was working for who, man? Yeah, okay. So, so yeah, the general contractor is, is with me on this. And Well, then the, the general sub- contractor should be fighting this with his sub. You shouldn't be fighting this battle. I, I, I'll tell you what. You know what I... I understand, and I have. Jim, it's up to the general contractor to supervise and stand by his subs. Therefore, if he thinks the subcontractor did wrong, it's his responsibility to go after the subcontractor and make it right. And if the subcontractor refuses to make it right, then the general contractor's got to get another sub to make it right. Should he charge me for that? Should who charge you? The general, if he's got to hire somebody else to fix it. If the general contractor hired a substandard subcontractor, it's on him. Now, if he gave him the wrong directions and it turned out to be wrong, he should take that responsibility. If you said, this is what I want done, and he was following your directions, then it's your fault. But if they're the experts and you left it to them, and these guys didn't know what the hell they were doing, you should exit the fight and leave it to the general contractor. And if he doesn't do it for you, you should sue the general contractor. You're dealing, you're doing a general contractor's job right now by negotiating with the other guy. Stay out of it. And then when you're done, let me know what happens. Don't automatically renew insurance ever. You could be paying way too much. Get free comparisons on all your policies. No obligation insurance checkup. Call Compass Insurance, 303-771-HELP. Frank Duran will show you how to time, position, and bracket your contract. This protects your best interest and helps you net more money on the sale of your home. Frank Duran with REMAX Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Hello, I'm Tom Martino, and I welcome you to the show, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Some of our... YouTube and Facebook comments are pretty funny. We call these people now our insiders club. Uh, Luna keep money. Say you no travel. The other one is when you guys are going to get in the studio, Jesus, it's been too long. Okay, well, that's true. I don't know when we're going to get in the studio. I really don't. And sounds like you guys are in a cavern. What is that? Uh, my mic sounded pretty good today. Um... Nowhere near the quality of sound. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think everything is looking good and sounding good. We did have a problem once before we fixed. All right. Jim, fight your general contractor first, okay? I'm, I'm really, there's nothing else I can tell you. That general contractor, and we looked at the photographs. Oh, my goodness. You live on one hell of a hill, bro. And I'm telling you that I see what's going on here. And, um, and you know, I know exactly. That dirt, by the way, that dirt, who put the dirt there? Um, who put the dirt there to make that flat spot? Did I guess. that and it was the old berm that you know just you know 
went down the hill. Okay, listen, here's what I want to tell you. That was never done properly. If that, if that berm or, or that extension of your driveway, you wanted to make your driveway, you wanted to make it wider. Whoever moved the dirt and did the dirt work for underneath the asphalt, they're the one, they're the culpable ones. Here's why. If that berm was excavated and moved out properly and tamped, it would be solid. It wasn't wet. It doesn't look like it was wet and compressed and tamped. So therefore, it's just loose dirt sitting on top. I don't even think they took the saw or the the weeds down. I think they just I just think they plowed over some dirt and put pavement on it. And and that on who did the foundation is the most important part of your driveway and i see where your driveway is crumbling and i see all those gullies from the water i see exactly what you're that's why they call it a gully washer i can see that but you want to know something that was that's the dirt work was done wrong if you had somebody doing proper dirt work mark had dirt work done it doesn't do this it doesn't do this because he wetted down the soil when he moved it and he compressed it as he went yours is not compressed can you imagine, Mark, where your barn is built? They just did dirt like this? No, you have to uh, compact generally if you're doing a foundation to over 99% compaction. They compacted nothing here because having this, having the driveway sloped isn't the problem. The driveway didn't cause this. The poor dirt underneath it caused it. You're blaming the wrong person. So who made who made that that extension on your driveway? Who did the dirt foundation? The same subcontractor that laid down the. Okay, well he did it wrong. Okay, uh, sloping the driveway that way is not wrong because on a tamped piece of dirt it'd go right over the top. He should have put some gravel down on it or something, but it would have cost well, did, you more. Didn't they have a compaction test? You know, poor asphalt. Uh, they- How long did he wait before putting the asphalt over that loose dirt? Well, he didn't. Okay, he did tamp down. They had, um, you know, machines out there pushing down, you know, making it flat before they put down the asphalt. No, I'm talking about like compressing. This. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Listen, man, I'm talking about compressing the entire way. Oh, Not yeah, just they didn't do that. Each all, layer. All they did was a flat area. Yeah. yeah. They did a flat area on top. Everything underneath is loose dirt. In fact... Even if he didn't slant the driveway that way, rain would have done it anyway because rain's still going to hit that dirt and it's going to fall away. Yeah. It was Everything was done improperly. Deal with your general contractor, okay? I, I don't know what else to tell you, man. You got a bad general contractor that let this happen. Suggestion for somebody that can come out. See, the, the general hired the sub because the general didn't really – you know, no, he's not, doesn't have expertise on this. So I'm thinking about hiring somebody myself to just come out and say, what needs to be done to fix this? 
and I wondered if you had recommendations. Uh, uh, oh, you got to have. Can go- I don't know, man. Scott knows you a lot about it. you got to have a soil Scott. test, figure out what kind of soil you're dealing with, then you figure out the compaction level. Yeah, you did everything wrong, Jim. you got to have a guy Jim. that compacts it. Jim, Jim, you, you're doing everything wrong. You can have an engineer. You, that that An extension of a driveway is like building a structure. You don't just put dirt out there and then pave on top of it. So if you need someone to tell you what needs to be done, any kind of contractor can tell you that. First, I would call Scott's excavating, but he's not going to come out there free. you got to pay for somebody who knows what they're doing. He's on our referral list. He knows how to properly. He's going to tell you that hill was done all wrong. And they should have never paved on top of it because it wasn't compressed. It's going to erode away to nothing. You're going to wake up and that SUV is going to be down that hill, man. That's right. So you shouldn't park on there and you keep wanting to give your general contractor a pass. What you need is you need your general contractor to hire somebody to come out and analyze it. Or you do it, Jim. But I don't know what the hell's going on. You got the wrong people out there that don't know what the hell they're doing. That's your problem. You have the wrong people. Call um, Scott. So call Scott's Excavate, 303-981-6559. He'll give you an opinion. There's a reason Frank Duran sells more homes in a month than most realtors sell all year. He's a master certified negotiation expert with over 26 years experience. Simply put, he'll sell your property for more money. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Don't pay more than you have to. Free insurance comparisons. Call Compass Insurance. 303-771-HELP. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter. 303-713-TALK. 713-8255. And let's not forget SaferNet, the internet filter that's there to protect you. SaferNet.com. If you are going to have anything uh, online, it should go through a filter. And SaferNet is one of the safest out there. That means a phone, you pay a couple bucks a month to keep this protected. A laptop, a couple bucks a month. Your desktop, a couple bucks a month. That's right. And it's your account. You can have it for your business. You can have it for yourself. And you only end up paying around 2 to $3 at the most. It goes down to $2 a month per unit. It's really cheap. And it's up, and and it it filters and keeps all malware and viruses off your crap. It's wonderful. Safernet.com. You can get 44 days free. There's no reason why anyone shouldn't do that. Get 44 days free for just putting Tom in the promo code. And you'll see if you do speed test it, it does not affect your speed at all. And in some cases, actually speeds up traffic. Safernet.com. Um, so, and use Tom in the promo code. Okay. So Bill, what is going on with you, Bill? Welcome. Yeah, this is Bill. I, uh, just wanted to ask your opinion on, uh, investing some, uh, money that I want to try to keep from paying capital gain on. And I, okay. I now explain, explain though, explain the derivation first, the source of the money. Oh, okay. I had a, a rental house. It's an old trailer house. And, uh, I, uh, it, I've owned it for like 20 years, maybe longer, and I had it rented to these people that just trashed it. And uh, normally I do my own upkeep and stuff, but this thing was beyond repair for me because my knees are bad. And I got so you. I decided to sell it, so I got a fix and flip on it, just a flip on it, and they're going to do the fix. 
and I didn't make a lot on it, but I probably got, oh, maybe 30000 uh profit. And uh, I've got, uh, I gave the uh, 34 and I got 59 out of it. Okay, but hold on, hold on. Do you know, Bill, you said you paid how much for it? 30 Okay, if you paid 30 for it, you can add in anything you've done to improve that property over the years. How many years did you have it? Oh, God, at least 20, 25. And over that time, did you do paint jobs and fix-ups? Oh, yeah, I got a lot of... I don't know if I've got receipts for everything, but yeah, there's... You don't have to. Listen, the only time you need receipts is if you get audited. But if you are realistic about this, like how much did you put into that house over the 20 years? (laughs) Well, okay, hold on. I understand that. That all counts. Now, if you put a roof on... You, you you know, you don't get to count, well, you get to count your deductible and all that. You don't get to count what you didn't pay. But let's say it's ten grand, So yeah. that would bring your basis up to 40 And how much did you sell it for? Uh, 59 Okay, did you sell with a real estate person? It was a fiction flip. It's one of those uh, uh, cash, cash did you pay? Did you pay any commissions? No. Okay, so you actually netted, you you actually netted thirty grand. Yeah, probably, yeah. Now you can subtract from that your ten grand in, in depreciation too. Uh, well, hold on. Did you depreciate that over the years? Uh, yeah, I would depreciate it yearly, like you do a regular rental. Okay, what was your basis at the time of sale then? I forgot about depreciation. What was it? Oh, uh, uh. Uh, 39. I mean, I'm sorry. 59. Bro, bro. No, listen. Listen, Bill. If you bought that rental for $30,000 and you had it for how long? Yeah, I'm going to say 20, 25. I don't really know. Did you depreciate it over that time? Oh, yeah. I I don't know. It's uh, whatever it was allowed for with uh, rental real estate. Well, Bill, it's possible. That's what he's saying. Bill, it's possible your your basis was zero. Ah, okay, yeah. I mean, but don't say, say ah, okay, you need to know. Don't guess one way or the other. You need to know. Did, who does your taxes? I'm a wife. She's well, good you, at gotta, it. you have to figure out. I have a feeling if you had that for 20 years, you've taken every bit of depreciation, which means it would have gone to zero. Then you get to add back in any money you put into it that you didn't write off already. Okay, so it is possible that you do have to invest, that, that you really do have a $30,000 profit. It is possible, okay? I was yeah, thinking. But if he- if he had that thing for what did he say, twenty or thirty years, it's almost impossible to believe he didn't put, you know, thirty plus thousand into it, you know? He said he put about ten into it, Mark. That seems crazy over that amount of time. I guess it's maybe he did all the work himself and he's not calculating his own labor. But here's the point, okay? Whatever the gain is, okay, there's nothing you can reinvest it in to offset the gain. You can't. You're going to have to pay tax, period, because you did not, you did not do it 1031. You, so it's too late. Yeah, I sold it uh, probably six, eight months ago. Yeah, it's too late. You sold it. 
So now if you, but I don't even think you're act. You, first of all, you have to accurately know what your gain is. The only yeah, way to know that. what my wife's got all the, all the okay. paperwork. So I can, okay. I can go back and look at that. Okay. Let's say you depreciated it to zero where every year you didn't have money to take off anymore. Okay. Yeah. And then let's say, let's say you never deducted the improvements. So those improvements were 10 grand. That would be your basis. Yeah. So you, so you're, you're, so if you sold it for, uh, uh, 60, right? Yeah. Course, your gain yeah. is, your gain would be 50. Yeah. You don't get okay. you don't get to take off the purchase price of that rental oh, as a I basis. Okay. I you did. Only okay, Bill. You listen carefully. You okay. only you 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 don't get to subtract the purchase price if you have depreciated it. Oh, and I see. Okay, I understand. Yeah. Because your purchase price starts out as your basis. And let's just say that you had six years to depreciate that, okay? And that's usually what it was back then. Yeah. And if you had six years to depreciate it, then you simply do the math, man. You do the math. So what's right. the math here? The math is six years. So you take you take thirty thousand that you bought it for, and you okay? Hold on, thirty grand. Let me just do this. And then you divide it by six. That would have meant you got a $5,000 deduction for six years. Then, then you have a, so, so each year your basis goes down $5,000 to a zero. Then you have a zero basis. And then you add back into that basis any permanent improvements that you did not deduct. If you deduct them, they're already deducted. They don't go back to your basis. Uh So it's possible, it is possible, very possible, that if you wrote off everything you did to it, and if you took depreciation on it, that you every dime you sold it for is gain. Every dime. Every dime. And I'm going to bet it is. I'm going to bet you have a full $60,000 profit. I, I think you're probably right. Now, if you do have a $60,000 profit, then it's too late now to go and reinvest it. It doesn't matter if you do an IRA. It doesn't matter if you give it to the to the, to the uh, re-election fund for Trump or for Biden. It doesn't matter. You don't get to deduct it. It's uh-huh. a 60. You're going to take a hit in taxes. That 60,000 will be added to long-term capital gains. And and, and on 60,000, you pay about 15% total state and federal. I believe it's fifth. No, wait, no, no, 20%. Sorry, 20%. So no, I think it's, I think it's 20%. And, and I think that's what it is. But so, so out of 60, you would pay 12 grand. How much do you make right now, man? I've been told that there was a way to reinvest in a self-directed IRA. You I didn't know it. anything about it. No, but. Bill, that is not true. You can't just reinvest it in a self-directed IRA. You're getting a bunch of bad information because you have to invest like for like. Had you done your homework and you did a 1031 and in the 1031, you purchased a property owned by your own IRA in another LLC, it would have been possible. It is way too late to go back and do that now. You know, 
I'm sorry, Bill, you got a bunch of wrong information. And I really, really, you need to go to a tax expert before you make more trouble for yourself. Time for a little troubleshooter trivia. Who does Mark Major and Tom Martino use anytime they buy property in Colorado? Who sells more homes in a month than most realtors sell in a year? And who's a certified negotiation expert with over 26 years experience? You know the answer. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Don't ever trust a cowboy with clean boots a plumber with clean hands, or insurance with no comparisons. Free insurance checkups. Call Compass Insurance. Home and Auto, 303-771-HELP. I'm Tom Martino here. It could be we gave a li- uh, some wrong information out to that guy about capital gains. We're looking at some more stuff here. It, now, capital gains is tax. We were right about that. We were right that you can't reinvest it in order to get away from taxes, but... There are some exemptions possibly that we'll discuss in the next hour. It's very important. We're going to get our accountant on. I think there are some exemptions depending on your income level. But right now, let's talk to Paul. He's been waiting a while. Paul, go ahead. What's happening, Paul? Hey, Tom. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. What's going on with you? So back on August the 22nd, which was a Saturday, my wife ordered a brand-new Samsung Galaxy cell phone from BestBuy.com. Tuesday comes along, like three, four days later, FedEx delivers the box. I go in and open it, and there's no phone. There's just two chargers in this factory seal box. So we call Best Buy, Best Buy BestBuy.com, that is. Best Buy says, well, we've got to do an investigation with FedEx and blah, blah, blah. So we went through that investigation. In fact, a FedEx guy visited my house. And uh, so then what we asked Best Buy to do was, hey, let's refund the money for the product we didn't get. So we have been promised this money since the middle of October. I mean, we called them as soon as we opened the box. So we've been promised this money ever since that investigation was finished. I said October, but I meant August. Still no refund. And we've been bounced from overseas rep to overseas rep. We have ticket numbers. We have case numbers. We even went How did you pay for this? Did you pay for it on credit? Did you pay for it on credit card? Uh, yeah, a debit card, yeah. Uh-huh. Why don't you just contest the charge and say you never got the merchandise, period? You just oh, never I got guess, it. I guess we could do that, yeah. That's but the very – how long has it been right now? Well, it's going on two months next month or next week. I think you That's still fine. have time. you got to do it within six months, I believe. you got to do it. Here's what you say. Merchandise never received, period. Okay. That's why – I mean, you were billed for it, and you never got it. That's your easiest way. Now, if that doesn't work, we'll go, we can get a hold of Best Buy. But why screw around with these people if the merchandise was not received – then don't pay for it. That's what your debit and credit card afford you to do. So, hang, so, so just do that and then call us back if you need help. But I promise you that's probably going to be your quickest resolution. We have more coming up and we'll explain capital gains after this. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Help, I need somebody. Now, Tom Martino, the Troubleshooter. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255. 
here to help you solve problems, answer questions, take complaints, and make your life a little easier. Now, we are going to be talking about capital gains, hopefully, we hope, in a little while, because there, there, is, a, there is an exception to capital gains, even on commercial property, okay? Now, we're not talking about a, capital gains on personal residences, enjoy an exception it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you are single and you sell a property and you have a gain, of 250,000, that gain is taxed, um, is not taxed. You have an exemption of 250,000. So if you had a gain of, let's say, 500,000, you would subtract your exemption of 250 and only be taxed on the 250. When you're married filing jointly, that exemption goes up to 500,000. But that's on personal residences only. When it comes to commercial property, those capital gains are taxed accordingly. You don't get the tax credits you do as a single or married filer of 250 and 500. However, there is a formula. So if that gentleman who called in last hour is still listening, when you file, you sold a rental you probably depreciated that rental down to zero, which means you had a zero basis in it. If you have a zero basis or whatever basis, let's just talk about your gain. You said you had a $60,000 gain. If that is true, or a $60,000 sale. So let's say your gain was the full 60,000. I told you, you were gonna have to pay tax on that. But really it depends on your entire income picture. So here's what we're reading. You take your entire income picture and then add that capital gain of 60. If that total number is below $80,000, you don't pay, as a married couple, any money on that. You're allowed an exemption. That's if all of your income with the gain is less than $80,000. If it's more than 80,000, then you pay 15%, right? Then it goes to a regular rate. So there's an exemption. So that's the regular, 15 is regular, then then 5% state. So with, a, with, with married people, if you have income or, or a capital gain of 80,000. And when you add your, that then you're exempted. But if you, it has to be added with your regular income. So in other words, let's say your regular income is 100,000 and you have 50,000 in gain. You'd be taxed on the gain you'd be taxed 15% state, uh, federal, 5% state. If 
you had regular income of 10,000, regular income, social security and stuff, or let's say 20,000, and you had a gain of 50,000, added together, that's under 80, so you would pay no tax on that gain, and you'd only pay regular income tax on the rest of your money. I hope that makes it clear, but that's how you figure tax on your gain. You add it together with your regular income. If it's 80,000 or less, you don't pay any, or, or less than 80, I mean. I, 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 it, it, and then over that, you pay 15%. I'm assuming these guys, if they had $60,000 in gain, if they didn't have $20,000 of income, if they could keep that total income under 80, they with the gain counted, then they would not pay tax on it. All right, enough said on that. Tom, you want to talk about fire damage. What's going on, Tom? Welcome. Hi, good morning, Tom. How are you? Good. Hey, What's uh, going on? Uh, my son was condo was involved in that fire they had in Aurora this, uh, this last week. Um, fortunately, he did not suffer any fire damage, but the water damage is extensive. I had a couple of questions. Um, what kind of a lawyer should he talk to just to kind of clear up insurance? Well, first you know, of all, Tom, is he, is he an owner? Yes, he is. Okay. So as a condo owner, you have homeowner's insurance from the drywall in, okay? Yes. And then yeah. from the drywall out is the HOA. Okay. Uh, that's the, okay. And then the other people have from their drywall in. And even if you don't have insurance, you have that responsibility. So if there is a covered event that happens outside the walls and it spills over into yours property, whether it be smoke, fire, water, whatever it is, then his insurance would cover him. Okay, that we understand. Um, okay. Now, if you're talking about what to do, you would not talk to an attorney about what to do. What I would do first is talk to a public adjuster about what to do. A public adjuster is they're animals that I, not animals. They're, they're, you know what I mean? What I meant was the, uh, animal or their, 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 their category is what they do is fight insurance companies for you. Most likely, no matter what kind of a loss you have, whether you're a condo owner or a homeowner, most likely the adjuster for your mortgage company will not be fair to you. But it's okay to talk to your insurance company first and say, hey, we need to cover this. What are you going to give me? How does that, he brings up such an interesting question. Think of the last place you lived, uh, Landmark. Let's say Landmark was burnt to the ground. I mean, what would they give you for your place? If they're only covering the contents in the walls in, that is surely not going to equal what you paid for it. You know, that's a good point, actually. That is a good point. I don't know what would happen with a total loss, Mark, because when we talk condos, we normally... You're right. The amount of that condo, just that condo from the drywall in, the physical damage, it would have wouldn't have come. You know what? I have never thought of that as far as total loss. Let's let's get Compass Insurance Group on right now. I need to ask him that. But Tom, as far as coverages, you don't have a claim against the HOA's insurance policy, so it doesn't matter. You have right. your own insurance and let them handle it. 
and then a public adjuster would help you handle your insurance. What were you thinking? What What do you mean by sorting out insurance? What was on your mind? Tell me what you're thinking. Well, one of the things, the HOA, he has to pay his HOA just like his mortgage, but in his HOA fees are the gas and uh, water, and he's not he's not benefiting from any of that, and he's still having to pay for it. Is there a way that we can fight the HOA? Hell, that's, a, that's a good question. Now, what do you mean gas and water for how long? It's, it's on his month. As he pays his monthly HOA, he has to that's included in his HOA. But what I'm asking, I'm asking something very simple. Is he in his condo or not? Every day. I, well, he's well, Tom, I don't see. I don't even understand what you're asking. Sure, he has to pay his HOA, and sure he has to pay. Why would he not pay for his water and everything? Why would he not pay for it? He's not in the condo. He won't be for okay. a year. I just, I just asked if he was in the condo, and you said yes every day. So he's Sorry. not in the condo. I thought you meant as, as he was paying his HOA. No, no, the condo, the condo will be out for at least six months to a year before it's. Now, closed. now I got you. He'll be out of that place for six months to a year. Yes, actually, he moved. Okay. Back. <laughs> all right. Now, all good questions. So, should he pay his HOA fees? The bylaws will clearly spell that out. But let's yeah, talk but he's to saying, He's saying in that HOA fee is electric and gas. That would be crazy to have to continue to pay that. But yeah, but to. listen, Mark, Mark, listen, their gas and electric fee will go down accordingly. I mean, if they have a bunch of people displaced, they still have yeah. to pay their share of whatever minimums Agreed. they're paying. I mean, it's not going to be like he's using a lot of gas and electric, but Tom, they charge, the, the condo doesn't make a profit on that. They're charging what their bill dividing by square footage. It, does he get a common electric bill, Tom? Uh, well, he was in the, you know, he, Tom, he just bought this condo. He wasn't, he wasn't even in it two weeks. So, okay. But Tom, I'm asking a question. He does know because it's spelled out in his closing docs. Does he? Did he have his own Excel Energy account? No, I do not believe he does. Well, that would be the first time in history that I, I never heard of a condo not having its own meter. But let's say they're all playing common electric. What's to keep a guy that uses more electric from being unfair to the guy that doesn't, Tom? Do you know? I have no idea. Okay. Well, the same with you said gas. Uh, do they all pay one gas bill? Yes. Okay. If they all pay one gas and electric bill, is is everyone out of the condo? Everyone or just him? No, this whole unit. Yeah, there's 24 units in his in his condo area, and they're all. All right. Out. So that 24 unit building, they pay a congregate bill, or an excuse me, an aggregate bill for, uh, let's say, utilities. Don't you believe those utility bills will go down to next to nothing because no one's living there? Who's going to be using water? Who's going to be using electric? Who's going to be using gas, Tom? All of the other units that are in, in, this, in this development. You No, no, that's not how they bill. They bill according to buildings. We'll have to check into that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really Well, Tom, Tom, I, I can tell you that's the way they do it because I know they don't have one meter for different buildings. They don't have one. They have one. If, if they go so far as to have one meter per building, 
I doubt they would have 24 buildings or 10 buildings on one meter, okay? What they usually do is they either have each individual condo metered or they have the building metered. That's the only way they can do water. They don't water meter the entire condo project. They water meter each building, as far as I'm concerned, and also electric and also gas. First, I don't even know if that's true, but you're telling me everyone in that building pays the same electric and the same gas and the same everything, right? That's my understanding, yes. Okay, and that's based on a bill that that condo development gets. Now, if 24 of those people are out of that building and that building's meter goes down to next to nothing, they should not have to pay for everyone else, I would agree, but I doubt they're billed that way because if they build that way, they would have a problem with the Public Utilities Commission because they would then be a power company or a utility reseller. They're not allowed to do that. So I, I, you, first, we got to straighten that out. But let's talk to Brian Burns at Compass Insurance right after this and get to what insurance does and who pays for temporary living and what happens in the event of a total loss and all of those questions. I use a compass to find my way and Compass Insurance to wade through the home and auto insurance maze. All policies compared and checked. I know I'm getting the best rates for my coverage. You can too. 303-771-HELP. Free, no obligation insurance checkup. 303-771-HELP. Five-star professional customer service award winner, nine years in a row. One of the top real estate teams in the country. Go with experience, expertise, and proven credibility. Frank Duran with REMAX Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Hi, Tom Martino. Your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255. Okay, now let's talk. Um, We have Compass Insurance. We have some important questions for Compass. Brian Burns is with Compass Insurance Group, by the way. They're home of the free insurance checkup. Don't forget about that. That's where they'll compare your coverage and make recommendations to you free of charge. No obligation. Everyone should get it done. 303-996-9000. Let's talk to Brian. Hey, Brian, listen. I want to ask a first obvious question that uh, Mark asked that that I never thought of. I had a condo policy over at Landmark, and you've written uh, condo policies for me in the past and for others, and they insure from the drywall in. In the the event of a total loss, that – the price of that condo from the drywall in would never take into consideration the high-rise – and the fact that it was a, a penthouse and all of the intrinsic value, what the hell would I get in a total loss with just a condo policy if the entire building burned well, down? No. It would be in conjunction with the HOA policy. The HOA policy is going to be required to get it back to uh, the certificate of occupancy point, but your insurance would pay for any kind of upgrades, any kind of uh, extra things that you did to your condo, that's where your dwelling coverage would come into play on a total loss. And what would happen during the time they're building? What would I would, would I get temporary lodging for two or three years by the time they build a giant facility? Right. So that just depends on what your coverage is on your policy. That's why you got to look at what your loss of use coverage is. But yes, there is loss of use on a condo policy. It just depends on what your policy is to see what the amount of that would be. 
Would the HOA Brian, be would, responsible for any? Wait, one sec, Mark. Would the HOA be responsible for any part of that? For the loss of use? Yeah. No, I've I've never seen an HOA policy pay for loss of use. So I'm just out of luck. If, if there was a total loss in a building, I would be screwed. Well, I mean, it depends. Like I, the condo policy I had for you had unlimited loss of use, so there wasn't a time limit or a dollar limit. So you're you're really, I mean, it's not ideal because you're you're really at their mercy with how long it was going to take to rebuild it. But you would still have the coverage. But yes, you're right. And if they didn't rebuild, if they didn't rebuild, let's say they didn't rebuild, would they have to settle with each and every owner for their market value or what? Well, I don't know about market value. I'm sure it's in the contract, but they would have to settle with you because you're technically you own you are the HOA. You're you're a part owner of that. Okay. Now, Mark, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say exactly that. What happens if they didn't rebuild, like Tower 3 in New York City? Forget about Tower 1 and 2, but, I mean, some of those were like condos and townhomes. Those things were never rebuilt. That's where I was coming from. What happens if it literally is never rebuilt? Like on Tom's policy, where he has unlimited, does that mean they are going to pay for him to live the rest of his life? No. no, of course not, because there has to be an end inside at some point. But the point on that would be that the HOA would have to vote to approve not to rebuild, and then there would be a settlement with that HOA policy. Right. It's not like it just right. goes Got away. It. That's right. So yeah, I see what you're saying. They'd all have to vote on it and all that. All right, so in, yeah. Tom's, in Tom's situation, his son was in a building of 24 units. There's a fire. Now, his son sustained damages of water damage. And, of course, his condo insurance will pay for that, and the HOA will pay for the rest. But he had a question on temporary living expenses. When he's out, he's going to be out for maybe six months to a year. So it's whatever it's whatever temporary housing coverage he has covers that, right? That's right. So it's your loss of use amount. And, and you were right on in saying that's a question mark because I see policy. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ...that come through. I've seen them come in with like $5,000 of loss of use coverage. So you can imagine that's not going to get you very long. And so it, it is important to see what your coverage is underneath underneath loss of use. Okay. And Tom had another question, and I don't know if you'd want to weigh in on it. What about the monthly HOA dues? Would my insurance pick those up? Um, no, your insurance would not. Here's how it would work. So if he was living in another location and then there was additional fees associated with that that he would not have had to endure otherwise, the insurance would pay that. But it won't pay things that you were supposed to pay already. I get okay. not there. But he would be paying that anyway. He doesn't have an additional cost that he wouldn't be, uh, you know, carrying otherwise. But he'd have to pay his mortgage. He'd have to pay his HOA. That's right. And that, but but and that he would have had to pay that if he was living there. And so well, I, I understand. His that. question was the pro rata of the utilities. 
Yeah, well, here th- that's not a question for Brian, though, because utilities, as I said, I have never heard, Mark, ever of 10 buildings or four or five buildings being on one meter yeah, and one water tap and one gas tap. I think they do it per building. If the entire building is empty, however they divvy it up, it's going to be less than they normally were paying. I doubt he was playing a flat rate. Was he paying a flat rate, Tom, on utilities? Honestly, Tom, I don't know. All right, let's find out. Uh, And we'd love to talk to him about it. One thing is for sure, whatever those utilities are, I mean, if he's not using them, they shouldn't be billed for them accordingly. I mean, obviously, but but he should pay his HOA fees because that's what he normally would be paying. But if if the like you're saying the gas and all all of that's built in, okay? But here's what you're also saying: he it, it, he you don't know if it's a varying amount. So does his HOA fees go up and down every month? Tom. I guess he yeah. hung up. Okay, Tom, are you there? Did Do the HOA fees vary, or are they the same amount every single month? We don't know. He was only in the condo for two weeks when this happened. Yeah, but it says oh, so man. on your closing docs. Okay, I, here's what you I need to find out. Find out how he's billed for utilities. What's the name of the project? You're going to have to ask. I don't know. Honestly, okay. I don't. I'll uh, tell you I what, Tom. Think- here's what you do. Here's what you do. We'll, we'll still help. Find out the name of the project. Get a public adjuster involved. Also, you need to find out how he pays for gas and electric. If it's fair, it's fair. If it's not, it's not. Then you got to fight it. But, I mean, if they play a flat fee every month in an HOA and it's unlimited use of utilities and now they're not going to be using utilities on the rebuild, then they should make some kind of adjustment accordingly. His biggest thing is going to be to find out how much they're going to pay each month and for how long, because if he's got a policy like Brian was talking about, a maximum of $5,000, this will put him into a bankruptcy. Right. So you need to figure all of this out. Call us back, Tom, or have your son call us. We have more coming up. Did you know Frank Duran's listings sell for thousands over the market? Frank will share with you what very few agents know, the seven critical nerve points in contract negotiations to protect your best interest and net you top dollar at closing. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. A free, no-obligation comparison of all your coverage. The Insurance Checkup, sponsored by Compass Insurance. 303-771-HELP. Hi, I'm Tom Martino, your troubleshooter. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Okay. Um, Eric, what's going on with you? Welcome to the show. I noticed you. Yes, sir. Hey, Tom, how's it going? Um, I'm 62 years old. I have a, my credit score is zero, no score. I have no credit. And I was wondering if you could tell me if I should get a secured credit card. I'm unemployed right now even, but I want to start building my credit because I got enough money in the bank. I could just pay it off every month, you know, what I use, you know. Have you have you ever, so you've never had credit before is what you're saying? Well, I bought a house in the 80s during the Depression, 
and I paid it off within four years because I was making a lot of money, but they don't count that, though. What do you mean they don't count that? Who doesn't? The as the um, bureaus, the credit bureaus, because it was it's too so long, long ago. ago. That's why, Tom. I mean, that's 40 years ago. Oh, I get it. So you've had nothing since then. No, I paid cash for everything. I bought, I paid cash for my condo. I paid cash for my car. I, 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 I'm pretty, I'm well to do. I don't have any. Then why do you need, why do you need credit? Well, in about two years, I'm going to retire and I, I want to get a loan to remodel my condo. It's really junky. And then I'm going to sell it and move to another state, you know. Okay, Eric, I'm not suggesting that you don't need credit. I'm not, I think everyone should have credit and use it properly as a tool when needed or have it for emergencies. But Eric, the reason I'm asking this is because you've gone so long. If you saved up for a condo, you saved up for everything. Why not save up for fixing it up? Why would you need a loan? Well, I don't have that much money in the bank. And I'm going to have to borrow, I mean, pay the contractor, I would think, thirty or $40,000, okay. you know. Eric, you said you're well-to-do. How much money total, to, how much cash total do you have? I have about thirty k in IRAs, and I have about $10,000 in the bank. And that's what you call well-to-do? Well, for me, it is. I come from a poor neighborhood, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I'm not making fun of you, but you're saying 40 grand is well to do. And no, you have but no he bills. still has the condo. How much is Hold the on. condo worth? Yeah, about 250. I own it free and clear. OK. And no bill and no bills. Right. Right. You are doing pretty well. OK, so oh. you, the fact that you have no bills, you have a condo free and clear and that you. Yeah, you're doing pretty good. So um, I would say that uh, to build credit, one of one thing you may want to consider. First of all, are you going to have work or are you retired? Uh, I'm semi-retired. Um, I'm probably going to get some more. I only been working part time for years. Um, I'll probably get a part time job, I don't, but I'm unemployed, so I don't know if they'll even give me a secured one. You know. That's right. You may not get a secured one. You have to put money in a bank. Usually you don't get turned down for a secured one, even being unemployed. But what kind of work do you do when you do work? Um, I was doing basically just part-time service jobs like restaurant, um, you know. Your whole uh, life? What, what was your main career? Anything? I was an electronic technician and a computer programmer most of my life. Oh, okay. I, I made... I made a zillion dollars at the airline as a uh, uh, avionics uh, technician. Yeah, can you do avionics still, or have you got lost it? I probably could. My eyesight's pretty bad, but I probably could get hired doing that. I, I mean, there are got, there are a lot of there are a lot of maintenance facilities around still that do avionics big time, and in fact. Uh, yeah, a lot of them were hiring during this upgrade that airplanes had to do to what's called ADSB, and um, man, there were a lot of jobs going around. But here, I guess, I guess the thing is this, Eric. the The problem I'm going to have here is I was going to suggest you do you take a mortgage out on your place, even though it's paid for, and you use that money to uh, you use that money to build credit. And and a I reverse don't think mortgage. You can get it. Well, a reverse mortgage, 
you possibly could. Maybe not. You're, you do need a credit report. You're right. Um, but a secured credit card will not build fast enough for the amount of money you're going to need. It, uh-huh. it just, it's just too little too late. A secured credit card will give you some credit, but not a lot. And yeah, but um, that's you could get even cheap hard money. I if he everything he's saying is correct, he owns uh, something worth two hundred and fifty. I mean, I'd lend him fifty grand on that with uh, almost no questions asked, and a lot of people would. But you're going to pay way higher interest, man. Like Eric, if you wanted to fix up your place and sell it, that's a good plan. And what you need to do is come up with a plan on how much it's going to cost to fix. Then what Mark is talking about is you uh-huh. go to a lender, you go to a lender who is willing to take equity only and do you a loan. But the problem with this is if you go to somebody with no credit and let's say your place is worth 250 and you want to borrow 50, that's an easy loan to get from hard money. But they'd probably charge you 5,000 up front. Or, or 2,500, 3,000 upfront, meaning being added to the loan. And then what they would do is they would probably charge you 5% and or they would more. make it. Well, I don't know if they go more with the rates the way they are now. Oh, well, uh, yeah. And plus you're saying that 5,000 origination. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so then when you're done fixing up the house, you sell it and pay them off. You're going to owe, you know, 55 plus interest or maybe, you know, 60,000. I mean, what I'm saying is it's hard money, but it might be the only money you can get. Now, make no mistake. Hard money people take higher risks for higher returns. It's not immoral. It's not unethical. It's something some people do. So if you want to do that, you may you may consider it. Let me ask you this. Is, is getting a secured credit card hard to get, and is that a good first step anyway? It is. It is a good first step. They're not hard to get, but it will not build the kind of credit you're going to need to borrow money on your condo. Right. But it will help you out. After a year, If and the only reason I know this is my 18-year-old kid went through it, who's now 20, after one year of a perfect payment history, then they'll convert it into a regular credit card. Then you'll really start building. Okay, oh, so... I, okay, but, so I when will you tell me this? When will you want to? When will you want to start on this deal? When will you want to do it? In about a year and a half or two years. Well, it's going to take you three to four years to build credit. Oh wow! Yeah, but you should get started anyhow. Of course, you get started. Now there is another way. If you could get somebody to report to the credit bureau a mortgage and you take out a mortgage with somebody, and I'm not saying I would do it, but somebody like me or somebody who has some money that is willing to report to the credit reporting agency and take money from you and and loan you money, and then you pay it off, that could be your faster road. But again, anyone who gives you money based on equity only is going to charge you more. That's why right. you, need to, you need to find someone who's not too greedy that might do you a favor. And, and then they report to the credit agency. Yeah, see, see, I've been unemployed for about nine months now, too. I got laid off, you know. But you have enough money. See, if you have enough money to pay payments, for example, let's say you take out a $50,000 loan on your condo, and then you pay it back, and then do a lump sum after two years. 
and you pay it. If you did it with someone who would report to the credit agencies, you would get really good credit and it would be in the category of credit you need for what you want, but it will cost you. It's unfortunate, but it will cost you. And that is, and and this is for all the Ramsey converts. I just want to tell you, listen, you know, there's nothing wrong with not having credit. There's nothing wrong with living a cash life, but it will never be your best life. Uh, Credit is a tool that should be used properly. Short can get you into trouble, just like drugs can get you into trouble, but not all drugs are bad. Not all credit is bad. Now you have a situation where this guy wants to build credit so he can at least sell his house and fix it up. And in order to do that, it's going to take him some money to do it because he's going to have to get a hard money lender to do a mortgage to report back to the credit bureaus. And it's going to cost him some upfront fees and it's going to cost him some interest. And it's unfortunate, but, but that's one of the ways to do it. You know, what you ought to do is I I can put you in touch with a legitimate lender who does these kinds of loans out of the box. And I'm just suggesting you talk to them, not that you do it. In fact, I would not do anything until you talk to me again. Again, I don't make any money on this whatsoever, but if you want someone at least honest, that won't rip your head off, I can give you someone's name. Okay, and and see if you can work out a mortgage, but only if they will report to the credit agencies. It would be not even worth it if they don't. Hold on. More coming up. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. Don't trust your biggest investment to just anyone. Frank is a master certified negotiation expert with over 26 years experience. Frank and his team are recognized as one of the top real estate teams in the country. Go with experience, expertise, and proven credibility. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Hi, Tom Martino here. 713-TALK, 303-713-8255. Welcome to the only show anywhere in the universe where we are solving problems, answering questions, taking complaints. We don't have a lot of time. Just want to remind you, um, realcbdthatworks.com for pain relief, anxiety relief, inflammation relief, realcbdtheworks. Use Tom in the promo code for 40% off. All right, let's talk to uh, Tim. Tim, what's going on with you? Uh, I just got an issue. Uh, I just had my van, my 2018 Dodge Caravan, repaired by a place called iHail Smart Auto Repair. And, and what's the problem? Uh, well, I, I just got – I only had the van for three months when we had that hailstorm down here in Colorado Springs. And um, they – I should have known they were door-to-door, but I, uh, I let them do the repairs. And when I got the van back, uh, none of the dome lights worked and none of the steering wheel buttons worked. And when I uh, contacted them to tell them what the situation was, they were like, oh, you spliced into the wiring harness. It's not our problem. And then. Well, um, well, hold on. What do they mean by what do they mean by that? You spliced in. What do they mean? Well, I have an aftermarket dash cam. Um, that they saying that I sliced into a wiring harness, and I don't know how they got that because it's plugged into the cigarette lighter power. All right, hold on a second. We're going to have to continue this tomorrow and fight for this guy 
If, in fact, we can do it, we will. Hold on. We'll uh, look up this company. I'm Tom Martino. We're simply out of time. Don't forget, folks, Referralist.com for help, information, and referrals, and save all your problems for me. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.